Welcome to the Toncast. We are your hosts, Hillary and Mimi D- Davis. <laughs> Welcome to our uh, special mother-daughter show. We're happy to have you here. And today our special guest is Todd Robert Anderson of the acting world. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for having me on your show. Very excited to be here. I just like a quick Safety note, I'm, I'm sitting here in your studio, recording studio, and I notice you have two doors. Well, You I, should get rid of one of those doors. What? That's too many doors. It's not safe here. Why? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Because in case the uh, studio gets attacked if there's by any kind of, sound zombies. Yeah, if there's any kind of attack, <laughs> there's two doors. And I, as I understand it, you should only have one entrance into any place, otherwise it's it's not secure. <laughs> but one could be the exit, you know. I think that. it's but actually... But that's the problem, is you, there can only be one way in and out of the building, otherwise it's not it's not safe. If you want to see everyone die, that's definitely true. <laughs> in a fire, but this isn't about fire. I'm just going with what our national politic says about safety now. <laughs> well, and safety is in the news right now. This is, this is, this is the, the great <laughs> Senator Ted Cruz said the problem is there are too many doors. There should only be one <laughs> oh, door and that, that will thwart all active shooters. Really? Oh, that was that was what he came up with. Yeah, right. Right. He did but not run that by the fire department. I would like theory. to say in a zombie apocalypse that the opposite is true. You never want to be cornered into a space with only one entrance and exit. Exactly. Because if they pile up at the door, what, what do, do you, you have then? Well, but... In a zombie situation, I mean, from what I've seen uh, in in film and television, mm-hmm. when you have a zombie situation, you actually want no doors. You board everything up so they can't get in. And then you just eventually die of starvation. And Well, no. You fight. You eat your own toast. You fight with the people who are in the basement. Who, oh, you they want to run okay. things and maybe the wife is changing down there. You don't know. But yeah. But Do you uh, like our studio cat? Your uh, your she's, podcast. She's ve- ah, very good. <laughs> her funny. podcast. Well, well, yes, you're very loud. What do you think about the safety uh, measurements in um, other countries? In uh, uh, you know other countries like Britain. How do you feel about Ghana's uh, safety protocols? I think Ghana's safety protocols are a mess. <laughs> Uh, that they really need to fix that. Their safety protocols. We're going to get calls. Ghana, Ghana's an embarrassment. A safety oh embarrassment. Oh, I didn't know he was yeah, going to be so right. negative on our no. show, Mom. I, I, Sorry, I'm very passionate about safety. I, we're going to get a lot of calls. Um, well, what do you think about other, in comparison to the U.S., um, what other countries do you think are, like, terrific places that you might want to live if you were had to move other than the United States, yes. there's yeah. no uh, country greater than the United uh-huh. States. There's no better place to live. Uh-huh. This is the greatest country in the world. We have the greatest system of government. It works perfectly. Uh, it's a true democracy. We're free. Yeah. We're free to get our guns. We're free to <laughs> say uh, whatever racist stuff we want to say. 
without yeah. any uh, a little uh, uh, sarcasm in your voice. Yeah. Ginny, sarcasm. Ginny is her cat detector went off as bullshit. <laughs> we have a special. Well, if you feel, she's very good at sensing that. So I'm getting. If you were I'm, going to move. I'm trying to start a new career as a politician. So oh. we'll start right off with not being. Ginny, how do you feel? Honest. Well, nope. Things Sorry. have not been that safe in our country recently, of course. But, um, you know, other things are good. I mean, it's like, nice. there's been a tremendous uh, uptick now in traveling and in also in filmmaking. There has been an uptick in traveling and an uptick in COVID cases. Well, yeah. That's another fun thing yeah, <laughs> that I love. Because yeah. we're free. And you have to spread COVID around if you are to be free. It's my freedom to spread my virus where I wish. Yeah, yeah. I think you're both saying that. Uh, ironically, <laughs> I can't believe that you really would think that. I don't know what irony is. I'm a straight shooter. I'm running <laughs> for Republican office. I oh. do sarcasm. I see. Well, <laughs> in that case, um, let me ask you just about hey, other things yes. in your life. When you think about the films you've ever watched um, since you're a conservative person, what, what would you say is a film that you really love a lot and represents... Your, your Republican your values. Uh, I mean, I'll give you my top three. Oh, great. Uh, Invasion USA is off the table. Oh, I can't. We talked about that all last week. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, we had so, a guest on and that's all he wanted to talk about. So right. we're not going to talk about is Invasion this, USA. This sounds like cancel culture. So I'm not allowed to say which the one that would be my number one. It's not the definition you of know. cancel culture, but continue on. It sounds like ca- cancel it, culture. It, might, it sounds like a lot of many I different things, but go ahead and name your movies. That's totally fine. Let him, yeah. Well, let's just hear what he has to do. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Rambo. Mm-hmm. Fourth, Which, oh, the fourth okay. Rambo, fourth Rambo. Uh, film. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, Invasion USA is off the table. Uh, so I'm going to go... I know. Uh, I'm going to go know, with uh, Delta Force. Sure. Delta Force. Uh, another mm-hmm. uh, Chuck Norris film in which Robert Forrester plays a Middle Eastern terrorist. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I'll my third one. Uh, I'm going to go with. Um, oh, I'll, I'll go with uh, 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 Lethal Weapon. Wow, those are pretty dark. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Lethal Weapon. Why? Le- I see the other two. Why Lethal Weapon? Where? Uh, what Republican values do you feel like it espouses? It's about good guys with guns. Oh, fighting right. bad guys with guns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So the key thing in that is in the uh, what you're talking about are guns. Yeah, they have to be present for you to like the film. Right. Well, if you if you ha- had the extended edition of the original Lethal Weapon, you've seen the uh, scene sequence that was excised from the original theatrical <laughs> no, release, which was uh, about an active shooter uh, at a school um, shooting out of a second story window, and all the cops are too afraid to go into the school because they mm. worry they're going to get shot. But Mel Gibson's character is insane. That's his whole thing. He's suicidal. So oh. he just charges in there. And that is the perfect representative of what we're talking about when we say a good guy with a gun. I see. Well, yeah. That's um, got a that's depressing kind of depre- connection. Yes, it is. To recent events. Yeah. yeah. That is rather... Yes, I know. Ginny's... Ginny's uh, had it. ...upset with Sorry, your connections. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, I have a completely not 
politically, politically connected question ask, which Good. is if you had a boat, what would you name it? <laughs> uh, the Austin. The Austin. I think there might already be one called the Austin. Uh, I don't know what he calls his boat, but he, because of his religion, he has taught me that if you pray to the Lord and you love the Lord and you respect the Lord, then the Lord will give you stuff. Okay. Monies. Who are we talking about? Joel Austin. Oh, a I religious. Uh, so I have been for guru. years now have been uh, uh, following him on Twitter and reminding him that uh, God is telling him to put his yacht in my driveway. Ah. <laughs> uh, and uh, when he gets me that yacht, regardless of what it's named, I'm going to rename it the Austin. Oh, I see. That's a good goal. Yeah, so Joel, if you're listening, which he doesn't listen to our show, but <laughs> how do you know? Joel, if you're listening, uh, Mr. Anderson would like a boat. Yeah. <laughs> a yacht. You're specifically yeah. yours. Yeah. And I believe I've read in your Twitter feed that request several times, Mr. Anderson. Well, yeah, it's it's not You've coming, asked for that a lot. It's not coming to fruition, but it's yeah. what God wants. He asked for that a lot, And, well, and Joel yeah, Austin is standing in the way. He's standing uh, in the way of God's will. Mm-hmm. Which is goes against everything that he preaches. God so, wants you to have. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So um, you're what you're saying is you know you're going to be given it one way or another. Um, do you think he's? Yeah. Well, it he to you? God is saying to give it to me, and I don't know what the delay is. I don't. I don't know why God can't just make Joel do it. But I guess in some way Joel has to. Well, God might be busy right now. I mean, there's a lot going on all over the world. Yeah, but God can, God does, he's omnipresent. He sees everything that's going on all the time. Yeah. Uh, So it's not, he doesn't, yeah, he's busy, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He can handle everything. Mm -hmm. Uh God. Yeah. That's an interesting concept. Yeah. Because there are a lot of things that seem to be, um, uh, ignored in terms of that but um, it is uh, kind of questionable um, so what do you think is your most useless talent uh, uh, acting probably oh really yeah what it doesn't really have it? much of a use hmm, that's a good point you know why because yeah. well like if uh, well I mean but entertainment has its purpose so if you there's a difference between purposeless and uselessness I guess, I mean, it I has guess a I'm, use because it, it, uh, entertainment has a purpose it for has society. A, yeah, and it, uh, well, I would. I mean, I see what you're saying. I mean, and this is the argument about artistry and art and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, but the truth is, is you know, when our plumbing backed up in my house, you know, uh, uh, I couldn't act my way out of it. No, that's a, that's a, true. Know, nor useless, could a, useless a nuclear skill. physicist wouldn't have been able to help with your clogged toilet either. I but bet he you would wouldn't argue. No, no. But you wouldn't be able to argue that that his talents are useless. That's just a different purpose you're talking about. Not every you can't purpose use, fits every need. You can't so use, you have to look at each one by itself. You can't say, Oh, well, this doesn't paint my house, so it's useless. Well, that's illogical. Because not every talent actually, applies to every need. Exactly. And your oh. ability to act or someone else's ability to act exposes people who are not necessarily exposed to it, um, feelings and experiences that they personally don't have in their lives. So it broadens their experience. And in that case, um, you know, it is has a, a stimulating effect on the population mm. and has always had, same as art and poetry. But if the power goes out, it's, it is useless. Uh, you know. and, and so is my ability to teach children. 
No. It's useless if the power goes out. Yes, I'm not going to teach the electricity how to go back on. No, you can teach the kids how to run on treadmills that power. Uh... <laughs> I see. Right. Well, um, what's the most interesting place you've ever been to from your point of view? My, the most interesting place I've ever been to? Hmm. I mean, I've been to a, a number of interesting places, I guess. Um, hmm. Uh, the Badlands were very interesting. Oh, I've never oh. been there. What wow. What's interesting about them? Just the, is it the vistas. Yeah. I've only seen it in uh, Thelma and Louise, I think. Are those the Badlands? Uh, or is it just the song was the in the Badlands? Bad I think it was, it was a song. <laughs> yeah. the Badlands. Would, you, song. would you ever like to so, go up in a rocket to the moon? Would you like to? No. No, you wouldn't. No, with no. no. Why not? Um, to the moon, all the way to the moon? Well, or Mars. No, no. I mean, I don't... You're not interested I, in I'm space. I'm not... Space is... It's a cool thing to think about, uh-huh. but it's not as interesting as the movies. There's no sound, you know. Um, it's cold. Can't breathe. Oh, so you're I mean, curious. it's just like... Well, I mean, I'm fine. Like... I don't need to go. You can send a m- machine. Sorry about that. That's, that's uh, not a comment on your yeah, speaking I ability. Mean, I was answering a question and then there's cricket noises. <laughs> Is this one of those gotcha shows? Well, <laughs> go back to what you were saying. You know. I just don't have any interest. What, like, you can send a machine up there with the microphones and the cameras that can send stuff back and then curiosity. Oh, look, Mars yeah. is red and cold and... Well, what if, I mean, imagine the Close Encounters version of it. So, you know, if there was an intelligent alien life form that came down and invited you to be a guest for a journey where they could protect you and feed you and you'd have all of your needs met, then you could visit other galaxies. So you're talking, what you're talking about is a space cruise. A space cruise, (laughs) Yes. Space Would you be I mean, that? if that if that sort of technology existed yeah. and it was as uh, simple as uh, a regular cruise, I guess, getting on and off maybe. But I, I just, I don't like heights. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and the idea of going that fast, that high, and then being out in space, I, I, I just, it, it sounds mean, terrifying. Yeah. It sounds claustrophobic. Right. Yeah. And terrifying, yeah. Could you do it, Mom? Um, no, I, I, I wouldn't be able to. I admire people who do, who have the courage to do that um, and courage to work on those explorations. But I myself would, ha- would be fearful. What about you, Hillary? <sighs> you know, I have some claustrophobia in my past, and I don't like heights. But <laughs> with that offer, I don't know how I could refuse because I think it would be an experience of a lifetime. Yes, it certainly And is. I'm so curious. I do often think about life on other planets and wonder about other galaxies beyond our understanding and, mm-hmm. you know, a connection to scientific research. So I think I would probably have to say yes. But then I would ask if I could bring every, all my family and friends. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would assume they'd have enough space. That way it could be more of like a really great, Party cruise. <laughs> uh, uh, party space boat? Party space boat at like one of those reggae boats you see sometimes <laughs> that are like blasting reggae music and everyone's getting drunk. Yeah. That sounds one of those. fun. 
in space. Right. But I don't think we're there yet uh, technologically. Really. No, you don't. Although you don't think that's going to be an offer I think I'm going to get. It's going to be a while before uh, the billionaires of this planet put that together. Well, that's not. That, I was not thinking we'd be the hosts of my adventure at yeah, all. Right. And recently, uh, human DNA uh, are, was found. Um, the genetic makeup of humans was found on various space objects. And um, space objects, yeah, really? meteors, yeah. On and meteors? Yes. There's human DNA on meteors? And it's They tested it, and the DNA, yeah, the JPL tested Really? It. Yeah, and it's very interesting because it Whoa. was similar to ours. Yeah. Are you messing with me right now? No, I'm not. I'm not. So and similar DNA, but not exact. It, well, so what you're saying is it's DNA. alien, another life form, similar life forms. Well, the human DNA, DNA uh, makeup. Oh, it is. So it's. A, yeah, it was. The so same. is the idea that there are other human beings in other galaxies? That, well, there are other, um, perhaps other, um, living pe living entities that have the same mm. uh, DNA as we do. And why, though, it's concerning, why that DNA was on a meteor? Yeah, that's, that's true. That's interesting. That might suggest some bad news. Somewhere. Bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All of the bases is science news. I don't know. I do not know the source. I don't know how they swing. I'm just reading this headline. <laughs> All of the bases in DNA and RNA have now been found in meteorites That's that suggest life's precursors came from space. That's what. I'm uh oh, sure. Joel Austin is going to be very upset. Oh, this is the that um, the ingredients for life, or that like yeah. we we That's actually ultimately invaded the planet and didn't evolve from primordial ooze or whatever? Well, it sort of implies that we may be the result of other um, or similar to other life elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And because the beginnings of it were found not here yeah. Yeah. from somewhere else. So It didn't generate here only. So a meteor with only human DNA from another place crashed here at one point, and then that DNA became Possibly. the beginning we don't know of what the, the evolution is. of the, the human being? It's a, That's a theory. Meteorites could have brought DNA precursors to Earth. Because there's all why. the like ancient alien... That's very Conspiracy sci-fi theories, you know, ancient aliens established, you know, our society sort of thing. Yeah, right, like we, right. We, 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 we are not recent. from here is the, the ancient alien concept. Yeah, right? but this is recent findings. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, yeah. Right. Um, and um, how would you feel if aliens were able to come here um how do you feel like you would be um able to greet them or welcome them or would you be I, I i don't i mean uh i would certainly be curious about uh other beings Life. visiting earth mm -hmm. uh i would i would certainly would proceed with caution mm -hmm. i think what's your theory well is it gonna go well or will it go poorly? Do you think it's an ET? You mean, is it ET or is it Independence Day? Right. Uh, or uh, Xenomorph. Or do you think it's already ha it's already happened and there are I do already believe that, that um, friendly aliens like ET have visited and changed the lives of young boys. 
who are uh, struggling uh, with a recent divorce and all that stuff. Uh, that's definitely happened. Mm-hmm. I also believe that predators uh, hunt super soldiers uh, in the jungle. I mm. absolutely believe that's happened. Uh, and I believe mm. that xenomorphs have, uh, have been sent here by predators. Excuse me, uh, that what? Xenomorphs. Xenom- Alien. Oh, uh-huh. The alien right. creature. I think mm-hmm. they've been. They have been sent here uh, by predators to. What for What gives you that? Um, what proof do you have of that? I mean, what? There's reporting on it. There's yeah. There's uh-huh. whole documentaries. Right. One's called Predator. Those are all uh, films. Those are not. The, the those alien. are fictional accounts of. How alien can you prove it? Experience. Prove that that's fictional. Prove it. I could. Try and get in touch with the director and writer to to let him get in touch with you, but I think he'll probably avoid contact with you is my theory. People don't just make stuff up. They tell stories based on real things. Mm -hmm. Some Mm -hmm. people. Some people make stuff up. No, they don't. There's no such thing as making Mm -hmm. things up. You can't make something up out of nowhere. You, you, you. You can't. That's that might be true. No. Well, no, I cannot and I won't because it's disrespectful. To, to reality. reality. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, you know, that's what imagination is all about, you know, in terms of imagining, you know, things that are not necessarily um, concretely in front of us, you know. Well, so, like imagining this room had only one door for safety instead of the two. Oh, instead of the two. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is upsetting for you. <laughs> so do you think you could do a podcast show with your mom like I'm doing with my mom? Uh, and what would the show be about? Uh, well, I mean, it would uh, be about the weather, I think. <laughs> We've leaned toward We talk about the weather. Uh, I mean, like, if we're going to go the general course of a combo, uh, you know, with my mom, it starts with the weather. Okay. Mm-hmm. How's the weather out there? Oh, it's sunny. How's the weather out there? Oh, it's rainy. You know, uh-huh. you get <laughs> sure. through the weather. And then after the weather, that's when you talk about how much you hate certain politicians. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. <laughs> I see. And you get mad about the way uh, uh, the government is being run. I cool. see. What, what so would you I'm, call that? Weather and politics. What would be a good name for that? Uh, I, I, I think it would be called uh, weather and aggravation. <laughs> weather and aggravation. <laughs> with uh-huh. your mom. That's sure. with, Louis, yeah. with Louise Anderson and Todd Anderson. What about your dad? Whether you had a com- if you had a similar comment. He's very quiet. He doesn't uh-huh. like to talk. He'd probably be there, but he wouldn't oh, say much. Right. But that'd be fun. He'd be like a, you know, like a sidekick or, you know, like Howard Stern has those yeah, other people yes, in the or, studio who chime or, in right um, now and then. Uh, so your mom who's is Letterman's more... side guy there? I forgot. Not Letterman. Um, Steve Colbert. Me or who? No, no, no. Carson. Um, Ed McMahon. Yeah, yeah. He'd Ed be the McMahon Ed McMahon, the chime in periodically. Andy Richter type. Yeah. Right, the Andy Richter yeah. type. Yeah. 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 Right. Your uh, podcast has gotten so much hair. Up my nose. She doesn't do that with everybody. No. But, uh, people that she really disagrees with a lot. She puts the hair she up She sends the nose? her fur directly to their nose. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah, I'm right. sorry. It's very itchy. I am sorry. And mm. she, you just made her. Now she needs too. to clean. <laughs> <laughs> just you talking about her made her need to clean. <laughs> what kind of international food do you like? I mean, uh, what do you mean? I mean, what if you were given a choice of... Uh, Mexican food or Chinese food or Japanese food or French food. Uh, like Italian. French. I actually, French. Yeah. French, French and, and Italian, I yeah. would say. There really aren't enough great French restaurants around. No. 
Not around I here. Love, I love French cuisine. There's the yeah. there's that one over in Studio City or whatever. Gone. Which one? Oh, that's gone. Which one? La, la petite. petite mm, uh, la petite frite. Yeah. La frite. La frite. La frite. Gone. That's gone. Yeah, it's gone. I think. Yeah. 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 And is there, another one. Is there any French restaurants anywhere? I don't know. There used to be one in Toluca Lake. Yeah, I, I can't remember the name of you it. You remember yeah, the one right, I'm talking? Yeah. You and I have been there a bunch yes, of times. Right. I don't know if that one's there anymore. Well, you know, a lot of the uh, restaurants in general that I used to go to are closed since the pandemic. Right, right. Yeah, yeah that's sad. That's well, that okay. fondue place is still open, I think. Oh, La Fondue, it is? Where is it? Probably. That, is that, is it called, it's not called La it's Fondue. Not, it's not, though. It's the melting. Else. The melting pot? Is that what it's called? The melting pot, maybe. Or something. I don't yeah. know. That's over yeah. in Thousand Oaks. Yeah. Well, but that's yeah. all so specific. You can't get just like, you know, you wouldn't be able to order escargot there. I know. It, I'm it's just. It's all melted. It's shit. just, well, because before the pandemic, that one that we used to go to in Studio City when it closed down like years ago. Yes. Which one do you mean? Uh, that was La Fondue. La Fondue. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then there's one in Thousand Oaks that we've been to. Yeah, like this one called La Bourguignon or something like that. Yeah. Mm, that sounds, sounds familiar. Like but then there was the, there was one that we went to with my aunt in uh, in oh, Pasadena. Right. That yeah. one's gone. Um, so I'm just surprised yeah. that the one in Thousand Oaks survived the uh, pandemic or has so far. It's sort of yeah. surprising. It's ongoing. We'll I'd have like to, to see. Yeah. We'll have to see what happens to the Fondue. Chang's. Yeah, that's right. But oh, P.F. Well, Chang's doesn't have fondue. I don't like no, P.F. Chang's. You don't like P.F. Chang's, no? No. You don't like Chinese food? Or? Not a big Chinese food fan, oh. no. You like dumplings? Because I saw you had them. Uh, Colby, my son, really loves dumplings, uh, uh, and I eat them, you know, as a sign of solidarity, but <laughs> they're not my first choice. Yeah. Well, his uh, cousin, Isabella, loves them. Also, oh, yeah. So they could go out to eat together. <laughs> yeah, they're right. definitely good. But, um, yeah. Um, I like dumplings. I think the best soup dumplings I've ever had was uh, they were in New York, yeah. Chinatown. Oh, in Chinatown. Because you bit into those soup dumplings and there was soup in them that you oh, had to drink yeah. out of them. It was so <laughs> I, surprising. I like the ones with chicken in them and vegetables. It's like, uh, it's like, well, that's not a soup dumpling. No, I know. It's like chewels. <laughs> yeah, freshen up. Freshen, Freshen up, up gum, chewels. <laughs> it was like this gum you know, that, you that gum? came out in the 80s. It was this gum and it was like a burst of minty, refreshing flavor. So you put it in your mouth and inside the gum is a bunch of like weird Gel. juice. Oh, really? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so it, it blows up in your mouth before. <laughs> and then the, and then, and then then the gum lasts for about four minutes before it runs out of flavor. Yeah, it's all dry and <laughs> oh, no, chewing cardboard after that. That's really you're make, paying for the gel. Yeah, you're yeah. paying for that burst of gel and it's like, ah! Oh, wow. And then, oh, I got to get rid of this gun. <laughs> it's funny that you have such distinct memories of that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I was a big, you know, I liked gum. I you liked gum. I, was so I, enjoyed, really gum. I enjoyed gum as well. I don't listen to it anymore. I don't, I don't chew, chew it, it because it. it's, it's supposed to be good for you. Well, well I'm not It creates to. a lot of um, saliva. And yeah, it's supposed to be actually good to. for your digestion. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Well, the, the thing is, is when I chew gum, I get hungry. Because you're swallowing oh. a lot of air. Oh, Which didn't happen to me when I was younger, but now when I chew gum, it, it like stimulates it my, and my stomach's like, I, you're chewing, but I'm not getting anything. Yeah, that's basically That's so it. weird. I've never had that feeling. No. no I never well, I'm not that. saying I'm not completely fucked up. I'm just saying. 
Yeah, that's there's is, something very off about that. Yeah, I, obviously. I gave gum out to all the kids uh, the past couple of weeks when we were doing state testing. Oh, really? Because a lot of studies have shown that chewing gum helps stress, period. Mm-hmm. But really? then, and so giving kids gum during testing is helpful, but then mint gum is stimulating. Oh. So I put a plea out to parents saying, if you can donate mint gum, I'm going to hand it out to the kids. And you have to be really structured with gum because you can't yeah. let them go out gum's not allowed at our school oh but it's not allowed but during testing yes. if you keep it contained and you don't let kids go out on the yard with it because then they'll spit That's it out and it gets on people's shoes so i sat you know i had to go outside because we're masked right now so i as they were going out for recess i sat with the trash can they all took their mouths st- their masks down spit the gum in the mm-hmm. in the trash can and went off That's to recess outside one by one well, that reminds me of it was helpful that, um, Kids who have learning difficulties actually do better if they're uh, literally moving. That's why you see a lot of uh, kids who have, let's say, some learning difficulties or a little bit on the spectrum. Um, uh, they did tests years ago. If they're on a treadmill, they study better. They actually work oh, better. Oh, that makes sense. Or they keep moving their that's body, their legs. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That's yeah. why we have, they yeah. give um, exercise balls to some kids in my class as yes. chairs. Yes. Because they're constantly... You know, and they off can, balance and bouncing and that extra activity is what they need, you know, yes. often with ADHD. It helps them to focus. Yes, mm-hmm. believe it or not. It's, it's, it exactly. makes sense. It focuses I mean, a lot of the energy. I remember they said that, uh, I read a whole study about smoking. About what? And, and smokers and, and, and work. And how uh, smokers and non-smokers, they compare their productivity. Uh-huh. Uh, and non-smokers were less productive than smokers who were allowed to smoke while they were working. Wow. But smokers who were not allowed to smoke while they were working became less productive. Oh, than both groups. Yeah. Oh, and I, oh. I thought that was really that's sort of interesting. But I, I wonder, you know, mm-hmm. it, like I know the nicotine is a stimulant and can right. help you focus. But then there's also the oral thing that you're talking about, the gum, mm-hmm. the yes. activity yeah. of that. And I wonder how much of it is... Is, I don't know, but we certainly know that it's uh, eventually drug. harmful. You know, that it cigarettes are bad. I'm yeah. not saying I'm not suggesting if yeah, you're uh, right. if you uh, suck at your job, you should start smoking. I'm not saying no. that. I just thought that was interesting. Well, yeah. I think that is interesting, and it it also makes me wonder about the connection between some attention deficit issues and smokers, because yes. some perhaps the 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 type of personality that is gravitating toward that oral fixated kind of activity. activity might have some of these issues if we, we link those studies. I'd be curious to see uh, what I'm came sure, out of it. I'm I think sure you're right. And that was the test. There was a Dr. Amen years ago who, used to, who did studies on this. And um, it, that's exactly what he found. Oh. You know, so. Huh. Um, but, of course, the dangers of smoking are far but, away. But, well, that's but gum, give kids gum has the same ultimate effect. It's interesting because gum's like a thing that you substitute for smoking, you know? Yeah, I know. Uh, so it's interesting. And I feel like we've come a long way with gum. Like, we vilified in the Willy Wonka times... They killed kids who chewed gum. What? They killed kids who chewed gum because it's gross and it's a and bad habit. And, and uh, now we uh, actually can encourage kids and it can help kids. Uh, well, so yeah. that's a that's a good one for gum. Uh, this is win this for is, gum. This is a big win for the gu- uh, the gum lobby. <laughs> 
Well, we do not get any kickbacks, my mom and I, on no, our show no. from the gum industries. But I and I'm not naming. Any I wouldn't judge ones. you if you were. I'm, and I, I'm it's, not get some genuine. money from the gum. But these parents all sent in sugar-free mint gum, and it was oh, kids asked for it. The problem was when I had already they were all at their seats. And some of them asked for gum. I said, I forgot to give it to you outside. I'm not giving it to you now because we can't, we, we're can't in take a, masks, we couldn't so. take our masks now right. because right. we're, we had a, some Still cases masked. in my classroom. So it was fully right. masked indoors, only masks off to eat and drink outside. And I apologize. Next time I said, please remind me when we're outside. And how do you feel about masking with the, with what's going on now? A masking is obviously, uh, uh, a draconian rule it's uh it's, a, it's an infringement on uh, our personal freedoms um, uh, even if it is very effective mm -hmm. in stopping the spread of covid the important thing is our freedom why is it more important than survival because survival without freedom is not survival Mm -hmm. It's you're 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 turned into a mask wearing zombie. Can't, I see. Can't yeah. think for yourself. You're you're uh, you're a communist. Have you had COVID? Once. Mm -hmm. How'd that go? It was great. You, did you enjoy? <laughs> it? I felt free the whole time. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. Well, yeah. I wonder if you wound up killing anyone. I I. There, it's interesting to think about, right? Oh, if I killed anyone running around, spreading around? No, I felt yeah. sick, so I stayed home. I didn't, you know, I felt sick. I, but freedom often feels sick. Ah, uh, yeah. It's just how it works. Freedom is sickening. Is Fre what you, freedom what will make you feel sick. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, I see. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting concept. That freedom. Well, it's like a down. There's a downside to everything. Freedom yeah. will make you feel like you have the flu. <laughs> that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Have you had the, that that experience? Uh, that freedom makes me sick. Well, that when you were uh, that when you were free, you felt like you had the flu. No, I've never had that, Mom. No, That's uh, never been my experience of no, freedom. Nor nor have I. So hmm. it's unusual to hear that. But, you guys um, are not Americans. <laughs> though we are Americans, coming all. I am also Canadian. Shapes. It's true. So it's probably your blood traitor. is a bit tainted. You're a socialist. <laughs> <laughs> Would you consider yourself a socialist? Uh. Oh, I would say I believe in many social, uh, socialist, uh, um, well, no, uh, f functioning programs like social security. I do uh -huh. believe in having social security and guess what? That's a socialist concept. Yes, of course. And Medicare. Uh, um, Medicare is socialist. Um, you know, there are a lot the of military. The military. <laughs> is the military socialist? Absolutely. Sure it's uh, we all pay. For oh, the I see. And actually, the military mm -hmm. operates as a socialist society. Mm -hmm. They provide Has housing. Everybody own... gets all the their housing on the bases and all that. That's it's a, really it's good a point. socialist society. Mm -hmm. The well, military yeah, is I, uh, I within don't itself. Don't think they would think that you know themselves, but that's an well, interesting way of looking. At it. Uh, I actually know a lot of people in the military who would totally agree with me. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. also it's very socialism. These are social programs that we're talking about that we all pay that are supposed to benefit all of the us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. and the military is a great example of that. Do you do you think like uh, that America like should have a system like Canada does of health benefits being um, paid for by the government? Uh, mm, Universal yeah. health. 
no, that doesn't sound like freedom to me. No. No, you got to have a, a lot of different possible insurance companies to choose from. Otherwise, you're not free. Mm-hmm. That's all, all right. there is to it. Um, yeah, as soon as we, uh, you know, look, we can't, not everybody can, uh, you know, live on welfare and handouts. We can't do that. You know, we've got to keep people free. People free. Like I said, freedom makes you feel sick. There's, there's no way around that. <laughs> do you consider people who are un- unhoused free? Probably the most free, yeah. So are you, do you have a home? Yes. Oh, that's too bad. I'm sorry. Well, I have that. to have a home. I'm, I'm going into politics. Yes. Oh, but if you were really a freedom fighter, you'd give up your home and be completely free of all of your mandates. Well, not, Do you pay taxes? I don't have, because of my responsibilities as a politician, I don't have the the ability to be that free. Oh. I have to be somewhat contained so you're in order to protect. I have to be somewhat less free in order to protect all the freedom of, of the other people. Oh, do you pay taxes? Mm-hmm. That's a real shame. It's it's so rough, Mom, when you finally hear from candidates and then you hear them contradict their belief systems. Yes. Especially well, around well, freedom. Yes. It's always right. disappointing. It is disappointing. When your heroes and fall. I, yeah, right. And I'm not sure who you're... Are you guys talking about Joe Biden right now? No. I don't understand what you're talking about. Well, that's part of the problem, Todd. All right. I think that's about our show, right? Yeah, I think so. So thank you so much, yes, uh, Todd Robert Anderson, Freedom Question Mark Fighter. And interesting guest. <laughs> interesting points of view. Very true. I'm very curious to meet your mother and talk about the weather. <laughs> it's a great combo, we'll connect, always. We'll connect our moms. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sounds good. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. And thank you you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen and others. Yes.